Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 115 Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk. They make no sounds in their throats. Those who make them are like them. So are all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to human beings. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time on and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Judges chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Then Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When locks are long in Israel, when the people offer themselves willingly, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes, to the Lord I will sing. I'll make melody to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the region of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured. The clouds indeed poured water. The mountains quaked before the Lord, the one of Sinai, before the, law, the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, caravans ceased and travelers kept to the byways. The peasantry prospered in Israel. They grew fat on plunder because you arose, Deborah, arose as a mother of, in Israel. When new gods were chosen, when war was in the gates, was shield or spear to be seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless the Lord. Tell of it, you who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who walk by the way. To the sound of musicians at the watering places, there they repeat the triumphs of the Lord, the triumphs of his peasantry in Israel. Then down to the gates march the people of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 26 through 40. What should be done then, my friends? When you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be only two or three at most, and each in turn. 
and let one interpret. But if there is no one to interpret, let them be silent in church and speak to themselves and to God. Let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh in what is said. If a revelation is made to someone else sitting nearby, let the first person be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and be encouraged. And the spirits of prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is a God not of disorder, but of peace. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only ones it has reached? Anyone who claims to be a prophet or to have spiritual powers must acknowledge that what I am writing to you is a command of the Lord. Anyone who does not recognize this is not to be recognized. So, my friends, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues, but all things should be done decently and in good order. If anybody was or does or is reading along with the scripture readings in the mornings, you'll know that I typically read from the New Revised Standard Version or NRSV. Um, I think our co-hosts have the two that we've had before. And if you read along, you'll notice that I skipped over uh, two verses in Paul's letter to the Corinthians. And it's not... I, I actually read it through, and I was recording, and it includes... Uh, those two verses seem out of character, and they kind of stood out. Um, and I don't... Uh, well, yeah, they stood out, and I'll read them here. Um, it goes on, it, God is not a... a uh, not a God of disorder, but of peace. Women should be silent in the churches for they are per- not permitted to speak, but should be subordinate, as the law also says. If there's anything they desire to know, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for women to speak in church. Those two verses, um, and most translations will indicate this if they have footnotes. Um, the NRSV does. Um, I believe the NIV and the TNIV uh, do. Um <clears throat> Those two verses um, appear in the oldest texts, but they disappear within the first, um, uh, within, uh, when they move west, I suppose. Um, and in those later texts, that those two verses are omitted, more or less the way I read them. And there's two different ways to interpret these, or the use, the inclusion of these two verses. The one is that Paul said it, and it exists in, in the originals, and that's why they're there in the um, oldest manuscripts. Another way to interpret uh, their inclusion, or the, kind of the, the mystery of these two verses, is that they were included as a parenthetical um, notation by editors. They were not in the original, uh, because Paul didn't say them, but other later communities added them because other communities were not as egalitarian as um, the early Christian church was. And the reasoning for that um, is based in the Greek language surrounding those two verses. In, all, in those verses that I read today and, and a lot of the rest of Corinthians and much of Paul's writings um, the Greek that's used, uh, pantus, means all of us or all, and it's gender neutral. The only place that the Greek becomes gendered in that, in that passage is in these two verses where it takes aside from 
talking about prophecy and, you know, being polite to your neighbor and not trying to speak all at once. It then talks about this weird thing about like women and men and it introduces what seems kind of like it sticks out. And so later interpreters, modern interpreters, um, believe very strongly that that doesn't reflect the tone and the flow of what the rest of the letter is saying and doing. It seems to be kind of going out of the way to make sense of something. Um, and it seems as though editor, later editors have put that in. Um, and this is common. I mean, the no manuscript is pure. Um, and in the process of um, uh, copying and distributing every community, even you know our own community, the church in America, has made changes, right? We're not reading these texts as they were written. We're reading these texts as they've been translated, both through language and also through culture. And so I chose not to read it because it didn't seem to be making a significant point that would add to the overall message of that letter. Um, I'm aware that um, progressive listeners may really like that I left it out, and more conservative listeners may take some, uh, may be frustrated that I took them out. The, the reason that I did so is to keep the flow of, of what uh, that letter seemed to be doing. You'll also notice in the earlier reading, um, the song of Deborah from Judges 5 is um, one of the earliest, believed to be part of the earliest sections of the Bible. The song of Deborah, using all kinds of other fancy linguistic tools and archaeological and historical analysis. The song of Judges, uh, song of Deborah uh, is thought to be one of the oldest um, cohesive uh, passages in the Bible, and it's um, sung about Deborah's being a mother in Israel. Um, and it's suggested that Deborah and Barak, the general who she um, tells to go out against Sisera, and then Barak tells her, look, I'm not going to do it without you. And Deborah says, okay, the glory is not going to go to you, but it's going to go to a woman. And that woman is later um, Jael, who kills the commander Sisera with a tent stake through his temple. Um, and I mentioned that reading. I don't know why the, the Revised Common Lectionary included it. But it's, it seems in keeping with the culture and ideas and aspirations of the oldest community that, has, that began compiling this tradition. That it isn't about some you know, guy with a huge penis and a you know, even huger sword going off to like kill dragons and all kinds of other weird shit. It's about a woman and a man who have had victory um, in battle and who sing praises to God. Uh, and so it seems to me to be somewhat out of keeping to put in uh, Paul's letter this kind of weird thing about, well, look, men, women should go and get information from men uh, and that they, sh they aren't supposed to speak in um, religious uh, communities, that doesn't seem to be in keeping with the, some of the oldest elements of our, our tradition. Um, there's no, the Bible has, is, um, contains no shortage of scandal, both for conservatives and progressives. Um, and I hope that, um, I hope that some of this reading will be uh, something that 
is edifying but also participatory as i've said before i hope you'll be become a co-host um read uh, scripture yourself you can read any translation you can kind of throw a twist in there sometimes i've thought about doing it um but i appreciate you listening in and i i continue to encourage and impress upon you to to jump in and uh be a part of this not just as listeners but also as co-hosts as well Prayer for the Whole Human Family, adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time, all cultures and genders may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's First Formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familiam.